Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at UBS Global Wealth Management. It's 7 o'clock in the morning London time on Tuesday the 27th of February. Japan's consumer price inflation slowed again in January, but within the details there were suggestions of some pricing power. Foreign holidays limited the moderation in service sector prices. This is a rather narrow base on which to build the normalization of an inflation story, but it is consistent with the idea of people spending money on having fun. That seems to be the near universal trend of advanced economy consumers, and Japan has indeed been a beneficiary of this over the past couple of years, with inbound tourism doing very well. The narrowness of the inflation story does not argue for a sudden move to raise rates on the part of the Bank of Japan, but it does keep alive the possibility of a rate increase later on. In the United Kingdom, the British Retail Consortium's shop price index continued to exhibit a slowdown, with retail stores reporting a 2.5% year-over-year inflation rate. The slowdown came primarily from food prices. The consumer's rebellion over profit-led inflation has been working to squeeze retailers' margins and bring food price inflation lower. However, it is worth remembering that this does not necessarily translate into the current consumer price inflation measure because supermarkets have tried to repair damage to customer loyalty by introducing two-tier pricing systems. Discounts that are only offered to selected customers, those with loyalty cards, and other tricks like buy two, get one free, do not affect the consumer price inflation calculation, but they may work to reduce the British Retail Consortium's measure. However, the reality of loyalty card discounts is that customers do end up having a bit more spending firepower, and that's one of the reasons to suspect that the recent GDP data may well be revised higher. There are French and German consumer confidence numbers, which, if they were reliable, might be important. Middle-income consumers will play a role in supporting the euro-area economy, not perhaps with quite the force and vigour exhibited by the hedonists of the United States, but still playing an important role. However, the spending of these consumers has tilted south geographically, to countries known to export having fun. Manufacturing hubs like Germany are benefiting less as consumers' demand for durable goods continues to slide. However, confidence surveys do remain full of biases, even if the European data provides less detail of those biases. The political climate in both Germany and France may well have a bearing on how people respond to surveys. Euro-area M3 money supply data is worth a brief glance as well, hinting at the appetite for credit in the euro area. The Dallas Fed Manufacturing Sentiment Poll did not disappoint in its comment section. One respondent replied, quote, I have no idea what's going to happen, which is just the sort of person you want filling in a survey that's supposed to predict the future. Clearly, that individual needs to have more economists as friends. Today, we have durable goods orders numbers, which are of mild interest to the markets, but not really a major focus. There are also housing price numbers, which might get a little bit more attention, as there are those looking for signs of improvement in US housing. That's all for today. Have a good day.
UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.